Hello, hello, and welcome back to Waffle Free Storytelling, you splendid human being. It's Tina Constant here, and because all of the waffle is at the end, uh, we get to jump right into today's story, which is called The Happy Accident Company. It's a story about Petui. He was one of many children in a large family. They lived in a village that had become, due to its location in the centre of the valley, the commercial hub between all the farms in the area and the town up the road. Now this village took such pride in their role and their reputation that great value was placed on what people in the village produced and the problems they could solve. And since Petui's father was the mayor of this village, <laughs> those demands went double for Petui and his siblings. The problem was that from an exceedingly young age, it became evident that Petui wasn't particularly good at anything. By comparison, his brothers and sisters outperformed most seasoned craftsmen in their chosen field. But Petui failed at everything he tried. He broke anything he tried to fix, sprung a leak in anything he tried to plug, and had a knack for making sure nothing he built did what it was supposed to do. In short, every problem he tried to solve simply became more of a problem. And this did not go down well with the family. His parents pushed him to do better. His siblings teased and bullied him to get with a family program. <laughs> and to the people in the village, Pachui became the butt of just about every joke. In fact, when a mistake was made, people would say, Oh, I've just made a Pachui! If someone felt that someone else had done something foolish, they'd say, Oh, stop being a Pichui! And any time someone failed at a task, they would say, I Pichuied. Huh. It was only Pichui's grandmother, who would sit in her rocking chair in the shade of a large oak tree with a small glass of sherry in one hand and her knitting on her lap, who didn't laugh or mock or tease Pachui. Instead, she would smile, hug him, and say, Tell me, boy, what is failure anyway? Pachui could never answer her question because in his mind, failure was him. His very existence was the definition of the word. As you might have guessed, Things didn't get better for Pachui as the years passed. No matter what he did or how many apprenticeships he took, he couldn't do anything right. Which means on his 18th birthday, the mayor, his father, set him a challenge. If you fail this challenge, the mayor said, you will prove yourself unworthy of this village and you will be expected to seek your fortunes elsewhere. Well, the challenge was one Pachui's siblings most likely would have excelled at. 
All Pachui had to do was build a birdhouse. But by the time he was finished, he had built a bird sanctuary instead. It was huge. It was magnificent. But it was so perfect as a home for birds that before the sun went down, the birds had flocked into the structure, built their nests and had filled their bellies on grain from a nearby barn. <laughs> it was no surprise that the mayor declared Pachui a failure and told him to leave the village before dawn. Heartbroken, frightened and feeling more alone than he had ever felt in his life, Pachui packed his bags, said goodbye to his family and left. Having no idea where to go or what to do, he travelled south. He had no reason for choosing that direction. In his mind, any direction he went in was bound to lead to failure, so he really didn't care. He travelled for three days without seeing a single other human being. So when he heard whistling up the road, he increased his pace to see who it might be. And as he got closer to the sound, he noticed a girl sitting on the side of a road with a small pot filled with stew bubbling away on a fire. She had a grin on her face and a small bundle at her side. The girl's name was Didi. And before Pachui could even say hello, she had invited him to join her by the fire for lunch. Ha <laughs> ha! They ate and they talked about all sorts of things. Except the thing that bothered Pachui most. Now, Didi, being a fairly polite individual, <laughs> she didn't point out the sadness she saw in Pachui's eyes. But she'd been traveling for a long time, and she had met a lot of people, and she knew there was more to her new friend's story. So she said, I'm going the same way you're going. Why don't you join me? A little worried about how he might mess things up, Pachui agreed. He offered to carry the cooking pot, and they both set off up the road. After a few days, Pachui <laughs> almost forgot his worries. With Didi, he didn't feel stupid. He didn't feel dumb or clumsy, and he didn't feel like a failure. <laughs> Even when they built a raft to cross a river and it sank. Uh, she was thrilled when the broken raft twisted in the weeds, becoming a net of sorts, resulting in the best fish dinner either of them had ever had. <laughs> You're a lucky one, she grinned. New things find you. Pichui didn't understand what Diddy meant, but he was happy nonetheless. <laughs> Until that is, they started to pick up odd jobs to earn a little money as they travelled. And that's when all of Pichui's old problems came back. First, he was tasked with digging a well, but no matter what he did, it refused to fill. Then he was commissioned to build a damn wall, but the thing leaked. When he got a job to build a fence, 
it blew down, and finally, when he got a job planting radishes, not even one grew out the ground. I'm cursed, Pachui cried, and he ran away, buried in shame, and hid in a cave. Surprised at how sad, broken, and hurt Pachui was over these events, Diddy followed him into the forest and stood at the mouth of that dark, damp cave. But no matter what she said, Pachui would not come out. She coaxed, she cajoled, she persuaded Pachui for three whole months, but all he would talk about were his failures. Finally, exhausted and frustrated, Pachui stamped her foot and bellowed, What is failure anyway? At this, Pachui blinked. His grandmother had asked exactly that question. Seeing a spark in Pachui's eyes, Diddy grabbed her friend by the arm and dragged him out of the cave. She got him back on the road, but instead of traveling south, they traveled north, back the way they came. First, they came to the farm where Pachui had planted radishes. He expected to see a furious farmer. But instead, the farmer handed Pachui a bag of coins and said that wild flowers had grown instead of radishes and had drawn the attention of so many bees that he was having the best corn crop ever. Further down the road, they came to the town where Pachui had built the fence. The fence had collapsed within a week, which meant the neighbors finally talked and healed a family rift that had separated them for a generation. The neighbors invited Pachui and Diddy to stay the night and pack their bags with food for the road. Then they came to the dam wall that had started to leak even before Pachui had finished the job. But instead of meeting an angry village, he saw fields of lavender that stretched so far and wide it was a sea of purple. We didn't know this field was here, the mayor of the town said. When water ran over the land, the seeds blossomed, and now look at what we have. With the key to the town and a bag of gold, Pachui and Didi traveled on until they came to the town with the failed well. The people were in the midst of a grand celebration. At the center of that celebration was Pachui's well. Welcome, Pachui, <laughs> the villagers said. Come and join us. They showered Didi and Pachui with more gifts than they could carry. There was a flood, they said. A dam wall upriver leaked. It flooded the river, but instead of the water destroying our homes, it ran into this well that never fills. With a pocket full of gold, a belly full of food, and a heart full of joy, Pachui linked arms with Diddy and carried on their journey until they came to his village, his home. He expected to be scorned. He expected to be chased away. He expected to be laughed at. But as with any collection of towns and villages that people travel between, <laughs> news of Pachui's victories had reached his home. 
the first person to greet him was his grandmother. So, the old woman said, hugging him tight. What is failure, really? <laughs> Chewie grinned. He pulled out his bag of coin, purchased a space on the high street, and put out a shingle that read, The Happy Accident Company. At first, the people in the village frowned <laughs> and were confused. Then Diddy stepped forward and announced, We find great solutions by making splendid mistakes. <laughs> and to this day, the greatest innovations in the world come out of Pachui and Diddy's happy accident company. <laughs> ah, there you go, that's it today from Waffle Free Storytelling. <laughs> make mistakes, make as many mistakes as you can possibly make because everything you learn from everything you do leads to the right thing that you do in the end. So <laughs> enjoy your splendid, beautiful day and uh, go around to www tinaconstant.com Our Waffle Free Family Stories is there, Our Waffle Free Business Books is there so, and of course the kids show and all sorts of shenanigans so drop around, say hello, get in touch and I will see you next time for more <laughs> weird and random adventures from the universe. Bye bye now, look after yourself, see you later.